wonder what you call the opposite of a hoarder. Uh, Jenny House. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about dabbling in self-improvement 30 days at a time. We are kicking off March with a new challenge centered around decluttering. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada, and with me is my much more disciplined friend, Jenny, who's very excited about this month. Well, you know, I've been waiting for this decluttering challenge since we started this podcast last year, and it is finally here. That is me, Jenny Kaus, a very excited marketing professional from St. Thomas, Ontario. I'm a small town gal and a big believer in the power of habits. I'm going to do my best to whip our guinea peg into shape and hold her accountable to habit changes that she will undertake one month at a time. And I'm playing along too. And as we take on a new habit each month, we're hoping to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall, your own best self. Well, it doesn't feel like it right now, but spring is around the corner. And what comes with spring? Spring cleaning and shaking off the cobwebs of a long winter. After months of cold, we feel ready to prepare ourselves for the lightness and renewal of spring. And what better way to do that than by freshening up our spaces by doing some decluttering? Yes, we've got the urge to purge. Decluttering seems to be a very popular topic these days. I'm sure you've heard about the recent craze around the KonMari KonMari method, which is Marie Kondo's decluttering um, empire, we'll call it. And she urges people to determine which of their belongings spark joy and discard those that do not. She's written several books on the subject, including The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, as well as Spark Joy. And she has a series on Netflix, which came out on New Year's Day. And one little thing I have to add here, Peg, Mm -hmm. because everybody is so into this show and they're feeling the urge to get rid of things, thrift stores are amazing right now. Oh, good call. Oh, man. I sent you a picture last night of a uh, decorative cool candle holder Yeah. Um, that I had yeah, seen one like it at HomeSense that I kind of looked at. And then I was, we were dropping some stuff off at Goodwill and I couldn't help but go in. And then I saw this candle holder for $2 that I had considered buying for like 15 and I was so happy. So thank you for everyone who is doing the KonMari method. Nice. I like it. <laughs> Um, Also, our online pretend best friend Gretchen Rubin has a new book out that coincides perfectly with this month's focus on decluttering. The book is called Outer Order Inner Calm, and it just came out this week. The book is described as such. Gretchen Rubin has found that getting control of our stuff makes us feel more in control of our lives. By getting rid of things we don't use, don't need, or don't love, we free our minds and our shelves for what we truly value. With a sense of fun, a clear idea of what's realistic for most people, Gretchen Rubin suggests dozens of manageable steps for creating a more serene, orderly environment, one that helps us to create the lives that we want. So this is going to be our book for this month, which we're very pumped about. So excited. Can't wait. And as usual, of course, we agree with Gretchen and we're ready to explore this topic. And we're ready to get serious about our getting some order in our spaces and getting that clutter cleared out. So do you ever feel like you're getting surrounded by stuff in your home? Well, if so, you're not alone. Here are some sobering facts that one of my online pretend best friends, Joshua Becker, from Becoming Minimalist, gathered from a range of sources. So here we go. 
According to the LA Times, there are 300,000 items in the average American home. And according to NPR, the average size of the American home has nearly tripled in size over the past 50 years. The fact is, as a planet, we are making stuff cheaper and buying more and more. Another staggering fact is that one out of every 10 Americans rents off-site storage, the fastest growing segment of the commercial real estate industry over the past four decades. Doesn't that blow oh, your mind? Wow, that's crazy. That was from New York Times Magazine. And while 25% of people with two-car garages don't have enough room to park cars inside them, and 32% only have room for one vehicle, that was from the U.S. Department of Energy. And I can attest to that in my neighborhood, just looking out my front window as I sit in the office, I, I can fully attest to that fact. Crazy. Mm -hmm. um, also, British research found that the average 10-year-old owns 238 toys, but plays with just 12 daily. And I can definitely verify that with my son. 3.1% of the world's children live in America, but they own 40% of the toys consumed globally. Oh, the average American woman owns 30 outfits, one for every day of the month. In 1930, that figure was nine, and that was from Forbes. Some reports indicate that we consume twice as many material goods today as we did 50 years ago. Oh, gosh. Over the course of our lifetime, we're going to spend a total of 3,680 hours or 153 days searching for misplaced items. The research found that we lose up to nine items every day or 198,743 in a lifetime. Phones, keys, sunglasses, paperwork, top the list. Americans spend $1.2 trillion annually on non-essential goods. In other words, items they do not need from the Wall Street wow. Journal. Uppercase has reported that the 8 billion home organization industry has more than doubled in size since the early 2000s, growing at a staggering rate of 10% a year. So yeah, some crazy stats, eh? Yeah, it's, um, I think it's, it's shocking, but it's all around us. And I don't think that any of us would say, well, this can't be true. We see it happening. Well, yeah, but it's kind of like a death by a thousand cuts because we're just used yes. to it and it doesn't really seem like it's something we're paying attention to. So it's cool that now we're going to pay attention to it with some of this challenge. Yeah. So speaking of, the challenge for March for this month is we are going to make decluttering fun by playing a game. This is a game that we've talked about before on the podcast and actually Jenny and I have both played it before. It's called the Min's Game. And actually, I think it was Jenny, you introduced me to this game. So it's yes. fun. Uh, it was created that by... That checks out. <laughs> What's that? That checks out. Yeah, that, that's right. Uh, it was created by two gentlemen, Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus, and they are together known as the Minimalists. Uh, and the game goes something like this. On the first day, you get rid of one thing. On the second day, you get rid of two things, and so on until you reach March 31st, or the end of the month, uh, and where you get rid of 31 things. So each day you can take a photo of your items and share them on the socials to show your progress. You can challenge a friend and play along with us with the goal of making it to day 31. If you make it to day 31, you will have removed 496 pieces of clutter from your home. Oh. We can both attest to what a great challenge this game is and what it definitely, uh, that it definitely will give your space some breathing room and help you clear out what you don't need uh, in your space. So you can, um, just to clarify, you can donate it, uh, trash it, give it away, sell it. What all of those things are options, but you just want it to be out of your house. Yes. So 
awesome, fun game. And here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now it is time for a segment where we dig a little deeper into our personalities called Who Are You Anyway? We're going to take a question and each give our perspective on the topic with the goal of understanding ourselves a little bit better. This week's Who Are You Anyway? question is, do you feel like you would like less clutter in your life and do you have trouble letting go of things? So um, I definitely feel like I would like to have more outer order. Uh, This is something that I've been working on over the past few years, and I've definitely made some improvements to get closer to that, but I'm still not quite there. I did play the men's game last year in the spring, and John and I both played it. So between the two of us, we got rid of 992 things in one month. I wrote a blog post about (laughs) that experience, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes. So it was a fantastic feeling, and I'm excited to play again now this month. So in terms of what I have trouble letting go of. I have trouble with things like paperwork and photos and sentimental nostalgic items. And so as a result, my office is sort of a disaster, but the rest of the house is pretty good. So I'm pretty good at getting rid of other things that are cluttery. So that's what I'm going to be working on too. Awesome. That's exciting. And uh, Jenny, do you like getting rid of clutter? (laughs) Um, I don't like it. I love it. So I love having less clutter in general. And I would say that I've been fairly ruthless for about 10 years. And I did have a slight break with that uh, from my decluttering ways when Ethan was little um, and our house just exploded with stuff. Um, And now I've... I'm a couple years out of that now, and I'm really enjoying letting go of all of the baby stuff that they uh, tend to come with. Those kids have a lot of accessories. That's true. Um, And I would say I always feel better with my surroundings calm and uncluttered. And I even know sometimes if I'm at work I and I'm having trouble getting focused, I will do a quick two-minute clear off of my desk and tidy up, and it just helps me get in a better headspace to work. Like I really do need to have that kind of chill environment to help me focus. It really helps me stay on task. Um, And you know what one of my favorite things is, Peg, it's uh, when we go somewhere, is finding an Airbnb. And I don't mean like staying at someone's house who, um, like it's someone's home. Like the Airbnb is where they use it basically as a hotel. Yeah. And you see these where it's a very modern space and they always have just the basics. Yeah. You know, they'll have just the things that you need in a place so that you could have dinner, do whatever. Um, I love it staying in like a super uncluttered, modern, minimal place and just having that time with my family where there's not really anything to tidy up. There's no real jobs to do. And we can just start enjoy our time in the space with minimal stuff to deal with. And it always inspires me to come home and take a closer look at my own stuff and see what I can let go of because I love that feeling of just being in a space and not looking around and seeing things that you need to take care of and do. And in regards to your second question, I would say that I have very little trouble letting go of things. And the more I do it, the easier it gets. Um, There's not a lot of things that I feel super emotionally attached to anymore. Um, But I have found that I'm having a big struggle letting go of my son's play kitchen. Um, He doesn't he doesn't use it. Uh, It's a nice wood kitchen that I redid all cool and retro and I really just personally love it, but it's huge. It's this big wooden kitchen and I got to let it go. But I, I even like put it online to sell it and I have tons of people interested and I just chickened out. Oh, okay. Well, so 
we all have our struggles, but that one's fine. But here's what I'm going to commit to before the end of this month. It's going to be out of my house. I love it. Good. So every week we ask you to play along with us and we're so excited that some of you are, and we're extra excited that some of you are even telling us about it. We are always so glad to hear what you think about the podcast, and we are very curious to hear how you're doing when it comes to our monthly habit challenges. So this week in the Facebook group, listener Linda shared the following very sweet comment. Just want to say that I love your podcasts. You two are my new pretend best friends, as you like to say. I don't know how you fit all the things you do in your day, so sometimes I feel overwhelmed to keep up and other times motivated to reach my goals and just do my best. Thank you for sharing your trials and triumphs. I have been listening to the audiobook by Michelle Obama. What an extraordinary lady. I am encouraged by her beautiful spirit and attitude. I too like to keep a gratitude prayer journal, which I write in every morning when I awake before I do my daily exercise. Keep up the wonderful podcast, ladies. Well, that absolutely warms my heart. So thank you so much, Linda, for reaching out. Um, We so appreciate your kind words. And it's so nice to just know that there's people out there listening and who are willing to share their experiences. And thank you for being our pretend best friend. Awesome. I don't even think it's pretend. It's real, Linda. Oh, you're right. You're right. It's right. And I I was just saying, I'm excited to read that Michelle Obama book. Yeah, I would like to check that out as well. I've heard a lot of really good things. Me too. So uh, we want to hear from you. Let us know what you think of the podcast, just like Linda. Share what you've been working on with your habits and ask us questions or just say hello. We never get sick of hearing from you. It's amazing. So send us an email to the improvement project at drpeggymalone.com or come say hi on the socials. You can find Peggy on Instagram at Dr. Peggy Malone. And I am on Twitter at Jake House. And I am not a big social media user. But for March, you're going to see me there every single day posting my men's game photos. So come and say hello. You can also get our attention by using the hashtag The Improvement Project. And now it is time for What Are You Digging Lately? This segment is one that may or may not be related to our monthly theme. Peggy and I like to talk to each other about what podcasts we've been listening to, what books we've been reading, or what random internet hilarity we found. And we feel like you might find it fun too. So each week, each of us will share something fun that we are loving, that we find useful or practical, or just something that is pure frivolity and fun. Uh, So for me this week, uh, one of my 19 for 2019 is to take better care of my skin, which I've neglected Mm. in the last couple of years. So a few weeks ago, I took a recommendation from my sister and I went to see Canwell at Iman's. She's an esthetician and that she's here in London. And I had a microdermabrasion facial, which I've never had before, and followed by red light therapy. So uh, it was a bit uncomfortable while it was happening because she did some extractions, like they poke and pull out the blackheads and stuff. Uh, but afterwards, my my skin felt and looked really a lot better. And I also purchased some moisturizer and I'm actually following a routine for my skin at morning and night, which is, I feel very much like I'm being an adult and taking care of my skin. Good so, for you. So that's been great. And I'm going to go back again in six weeks and I'm going to try and keep this routine up so that my skin will be happier and healthier and younger looking. So I'll post a link to the place that I went in case anybody he- is local around London or St. Thomas, if you want to check it out. Very cool. I'm going to, I'm going to watch with interest and <laughs> let you be the guinea pig on this. One. Or the guinea pig, as we like to say. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So good work, Peg. That's awesome. So I'm digging something that I will put in the category of internet hilarity, I guess. Okay. Um, and it is a singing duo called Cuckoo Kangaroo. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> so uh, I came across them because my kid kept singing this little line, pop, seco, pop, pop, seco. And I thought it was just something weird that he was singing. I, I never knew what it was. I just thought it was maybe something kids were saying at school. But we figured it out because he ended up singing a bit more of it, that it's a, it's an actual song. So I looked it up on YouTube so we could watch the video because he started showing me that there was like dance moves with it. <laughs> so we found it is a song by these two guys who refer to themselves as cuckoo kangaroo, like these younger guys. And they have so many hilarious songs and a lot of them they have videos that are dancing so it's great for Ethan because I can put it on and he'll do the like dance routine he's got some hilarious moves um but they have a lot of really really funny songs for adults I think I've even sent you one yeah you sent me on yes it was potty humor based we'll call it yep um the best kind just to give you an idea of how bizarre these guys are and fantastic they have an album called fast casual um, that is all about the restaurant Panera Bread. What? Yeah. And it's all about like how exciting it is to have a gift card for Panera, um, about hosting your book club at Panera. That's a song called book club, but Wi-Fi. that's all about the struggle between just buying a coffee so that you can use the Wi-Fi there. Um, <laughs> about how they, a song called bread bowl, where they talk about how they only eat things in a bread bowl and don't try to convince me to try other things. Cause I only want it in a bread bowl. There's also a song called salad that details every salad on the Panera menu. Um, and there's one, this is the one that you, I have to send to you. Um, it's called dear diary. And it's about this guy who realizes all of his dreams by working at Panera. So he gets a job at Panera. Then, um, the manager gets fired for stealing and selling pastries. So he becomes manager. Then he wins the lottery on a game show called toot or flute, where people have to guess if something is a musical instrument sound or flatulence. So he takes his winnings from winning on that game show and buys the Panera restaurant. Like, and all this happens in one song. (laughs) No, this is an album. No, but like the about... last part about him. Yes. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like a spoken song. It, it's amazing. So it, it has become a thing that now we listen to in the car and we all find funny. And I never thought I'd be a person who listens to kids music in the car, but <laughs> it's funny on a couple levels. So we are, we are enjoying that. And if you have, I was going to say if you have kids, but really it's funny for anyone check out cuckoo kangaroo cuckoo kangaroo wow yeah it's pretty great and there's a couple like really funny like low budget videos oh it's so good oh my goodness i will totally check out more of cuckoo kangaroo awesome all right now it's time for you win or you learn each week jenny and i will trade off during this segment to let you know where we did something right and there is cause to celebrate or where something perhaps went off the rails and allowed for a learning opportunity These can be related to our journey as we take on new habits, or they may just be celebrations and bumps in the road in our everyday lives. I'm up for the win this week. And so you know I'm all jacked up about this men's game decluttering month. I'm so stoked. Um, And I so much so that I break into song. And so (laughs) yesterday, and like you can see my arms are in the air. This is how Um, yeah, I do kind of want to sing it right now. Um, I yesterday, yeah, yesterday did a rejig of my son's closet. So 
when the house was built, they put those wire shelves in, you know, you yeah, get one yeah. kind of shelf across the top and I had some boxes across the top and then his things were hanging and then a little dresser with, you know, his undies and socks in it that he could access. He can never reach his shirts because they're really high. So we got a uh, shelf that we put in there to put boxes on and organize things into. And then we did two hanging rails. So there's a lower one. He can reach his clothes. Nice. It's life changing. He can hang up his own clothes and reach things. So when he gets dressed, he doesn't have to go grab a chair to drag into his room or get a step stool. He can just reach things. And it's hilarious because I was watching him put away his clothes last night. Like we were uh, folding laundry and I was handing him things once they were on a hanger. And so I kind of put his clothes by short sleeves, long sleeves, and then sweatshirts, like kind of yeah. group things. So it's easier to find. He was moving things. He knew where they went. He was putting long sleeves with long sleeves. Uh, he comes and by my, this honestly. Oh, my heart. This is my boy. Um, so that was great. And I'm going to, so I took out that wire hanging bar and I'm going to put it in my basement. We have like a little recessed area and I'm going to put up shelving to organize some things in the basement. Nice. So yeah, I'm going to like let this month, I'm fully going to embrace the whole outer order intercom. I'm ready for it. Awesome. I love it. You've been learning. What have you been learning? Well, uh, one of the things that happens for me uh, on a regular basis is I come home late on Thursday nights and I tend to be somebody who gets a bit hangry if I haven't eaten. And sometimes I refer to it as psychoglycemia. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so That's amazing. we haven't been meal planning. And when we do meal planning and I put something in the slow cooker, I come home and I can eat right away. But if I come home and there isn't food right away, I tend to be like kind of a jerk and I'm a bit snappy and I say rude things to John and like, it's terrible, right? Like you always yes. say the things to the people that you love the most. Um, anyway, we also have a sign in our house that says, I'm sorry for what I said when I was hungry. Shockingly, you're not the only person I know with a sign that says that. Yeah. So I need to learn this lesson over and over again, that I just need to have food ready when I come in the house. So it's about the planning because yes. this week was a particularly bad one. I came home and I was just like slamming things and crabby and rude to John. Seriously? And, and then it, it changes as soon as I put like a bite of food in my mouth. It's like, oh, I feel better. And he goes, yeah, I can tell. So oh I'm a jerk gosh. and I need to like relearn this lesson. So I'm not hangry and mean to my poor husband sometimes when I'm hungry. So that is fully Jeff. And like, he, he, there's been a lot of times where he just has to have like a protein bar or something to eat on the way home in his car, because there are times when I cannot handle the energy that comes into the house with him Yeah, as he comes in the door where it's like, if dinner isn't like good to go, he is just, yeah bananas it's yeah, that's, so that's how I can't John even has to deal look with at him because I'm gonna laugh because you're <laughs> get yourself under control well if I'm ever even like the slightest bit cranky John's go-to statement always is Peg do you need a snack and then I'm like yes yes I need a snack amazing so yes I'm, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna do better I'm gonna stop being a hangry jerk and I'm gonna like make sure I have food planned for those nights when I come home late I'm good. John probably will just one day just have like a little container of like protein bites or something in his pocket. And just like <laughs> if you're coming down on him for something, he's just like throw them at you. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Yeah. So next week, let's talk about that. Okay. We, here's what we're going to do next week. We're going to keep going with this decluttering challenge because it's yeah. March and we're on it. And we are on this quest to create inner calm through 
our outer order. And we're going to discuss some ideas from some of my online pretend best friends who are rock stars of the decluttering and minimalism world. Amazing. All right. And that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. We would love to hear if you are playing the men's game with us this month. We would love to see what you're getting rid of. So take photos and use the hashtag The Improvement Project and also the hashtag men's game. Get in touch. Our email address is theimprovementproject at drpeggymalone.com. Jenny is on Twitter at jakehouse and I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone. You can always get our attention by using the hashtag The Improvement Project. You'll find all of the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at drpeggymalone.com forward slash podcast. If you like the show, please be sure to tell a friend and even show them how to listen to a podcast because some people might not know. Fun fact, my brother asked me about this on Friday. Also, subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. We also have a Facebook group. Search for The Improvement Project on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Now go get to work on improving the most important project that you have. That's you. Thanks for listening. Until next time, stay focused and get after it. Yeah, there's rock stars of that world. (laughs) I love that there's decluttering rock stars. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like there's Josh and Ryan from The Minimalist. Then there's Josh Becker. Then there's like Leo uh, from Sun Habits. He's like a really well-known one as well. Like there's tons. Tammy Strobel. Matt Diavella. Matt Diavella. Absolutely. There's tons. Courtney Carver. She's more in like the capsule wardrobe movement, but also a big part of this.